The housing market crunch continues as fall begins. Low inventory, coupled with high interest rates, have created challenges for consumers and the professionals who work with them. My name is Kimberly Hawes, and I will be the host of this podcast. We want to share what we are seeing in the hopes that you will participate in future episodes, offering your perspectives and insights. You can feel free to email me anytime at info at themortgagenote.org. Ronnie is a mortgage loan originator in Athens, Tennessee. In June, home prices there were up more than 17% over last year, and the median sales price was just under $290,000. Ronnie said that even in smaller communities like his own, they deal with the same challenges more populated areas across the country face. Affordability is a concern, And a lack of supply of houses for sale remains problematic for buyers who want to live in the area. The overall economy is challenging. I think it's challenging for anybody, no matter where you're at. I mean, we're in rural East Tennessee. Um, I think we we face the same challenges that someone um, in New York City faces. You know, it comes down to affordability right now. Um, You know, our dollar is not going as farther um, as as it used to. Um, And it's challenging. It's challenging, especially on a big ticket item like a mortgage. You know, it's, I think people are having to make a lot of concessions as far as the house they want to buy because, you know, with these higher rates and, and higher you know, prices across the board, you know, their buying power has been reduced. You know, so maybe it's more of settling right now, which is a, which is a word I, I never like using. You know, but sometimes you, you've got to take a step back, maybe reassess, you know, maybe instead of buying the $400,000 house, now maybe you can only afford the $300,000 house. You know, so that's that, you know, that's an issue, I think. We see locally here, um, in addition to um, just supply, we've got a major problem uh, from Middle Tennessee to East Tennessee. Uh, I can't speak about West Tennessee too much. I don't do a whole lot over there, but, you know, there's a lot of people moving here. There's a lot of people relocating here, uh, retiring here, and we just don't have, we don't have the houses for the number of people that want to live here right now. So that's my biggest problem right now locally, Um, and that's from Johnson City to Chattanooga and everywhere in between. We just don't have enough inventory. Uh, we're, believe it or not, in this market, uh, we're getting back into highest and best offers. We're seeing houses go up, you know, five, ten, fifteen thousand above list price right now in this market, just because we don't have enough out there. So if, when something new hits the market, if it's priced right, you're getting multiple offers, and by the end of the day, that list agent is combing through ten, twelve offers, which is great for a seller. You know, we went from you know a seller's market in 2021 to a buyer's market in most of 22. And here, at least in East Tennessee, we're transitioning back to a seller's market again. You know, so it's, again, because of the inventory issue. So those are our two big challenges, inventory and, and just and affordability, you know, getting people pre-qualified for what they'd like to get into with a decent payment. Yeah, I think that those are national issues when it comes to affordability and mm-hmm. inventory. But inventory can... Um, be problematic for different reasons in different parts of the country. Are you having a problem with inventory, Matt, because sellers aren't willing to sell because of high interest rates and lack of inventory? Or is it because there's not been enough building? Yeah, if you bought bought a house in the last, you know, prior to February of 2022, 
you probably have an interest rate somewhere between two and three percent on average. You know, if if you had halfway decent credit, you know that was attainable. You know, if you're going to buy today, if you're going to sell your house today, that interest rate's going to be possibly three times higher. You know, so if you're a seller and and you're thinking about selling, well, you got to go to something else. You know, are you going to rent on the next house? You're going to lease. If you're going to buy, you're going to be paying, you know, three times higher than what you're paying right now with that interest rate. You know, so that's why I think we don't have more more houses being listed on the market. You know, as far as existing homes, I think the national builders have finally moved in here. You know, we do have a couple in Knoxville, a couple in Chattanooga, a couple here in Athens. Uh, you know, that are that are helping that. You know, but they're 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 sold as quick as they go on the market. You know, so I mean, it's it's a good problem to have. But I think and and honestly, we we had an issue here. You know, prior to the pandemic, with just you know, supply and demand. It's just, it seems like since I've been here, since I've been lending in this area, that's always been an issue. There's just never been enough, you know, for the demand of people that want to come in here, especially since the pandemic, especially since then. In order to provide options for home buyers facing affordability challenges, lenders have been offering deals and incentives. Those have been a big hit not only for consumers, but for mortgage professionals as well. In May, Rocket Mortgage launched a product for low to moderate income borrowers called OnePlus. Home buyers pay a down payment of 1% of the purchase price, and then Rocket kicks in the remaining 2% required for a loan. We spoke with Mike Fawaz, the executive vice president of Rocket Pro TPO, who said their broker partners are benefiting from this program and others at a time when there are significant market challenges. Tell us how that 1% down program is going. I know it made quite a splash in the industry. Yeah, great question. Uh, I mean, when I think about 1% down, I've been in this business for almost a little over 15 years now. I've never heard of a product like 1%. I've never seen, I've never imagined that we'll be able to roll out a product such as 1%. And uh, the feedback has been incredible so far. The broker community is excited. Our real estate friends and partners are also excited. When I have conversations with brokers and I have conversations with their realtors, they're so excited about this program because it is creating a conversation. When you think about it, it's a 1% down, 2% covered with Rocket. No MI on a monthly basis. I mean, that is significant savings to the to, to the consumer, but and, and it puts the consumer in a position to be able to 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 accomplish their American dream, right? In a market like this. And uh, the feedback's been so far just incredible. Do you think that these programs help to inspire mortgage professionals? I mean, especially if it's a little bit of a harder time, the market is a little tight now. Oh yeah, I, I, I when I first talked about this program, I, I said, this is a program to engage your current partners or clients that are looking to purchase a home. But you better believe it, this is a program to re-engage the ones that were looking to purchase a home, but didn't want to put the, the three and your five and your 20% down, or probably didn't qualify because of DTI when you factor in MI, and now they can qualify because you don't have MI. So it's a program that does two things. It engages your current 
clients and, and really get them out there to go look for homes and, and go spend Saturday and Sunday at open houses and find opportunities for as far as homes, but it's also to re-engage the, the book of business, your clients, your Americans that you've had conversations with that probably didn't want to make a move because they didn't qualify or they didn't have the money to put down. Now you can re-engage them and have that conversation with them. And yes, it's been inspiring a lot of realtors and brokers and loan officers for sure. Great. What have some of the biggest challenges been for your mortgage professionals this year? Look, I, I often say that the last call of 16 to 18 months hasn't been very kind to the broker community. I mean, the market's been what it is. Uh, I think some of the challenges today is inventory. We all know that. I mean, brokers are working and because it's a purchase market right now. So you, you look at inventory and you have brokers that have pre-approvals. I speak to brokers that have 50, 60, 75 pre-approvals and and but there's no there's no inventory. So I think really that's the challenge. As far as the market, like from interest rate standpoint, I don't know if that's a challenge anymore. I believe that's just where the market is at and consumers have gotten accustomed to where, where the market is at. They're quickly realizing that. 5% and 55 and 6% is, is the norm today. It's no longer the 3%. So really inventory, in my opinion, is really one of the most challenging things today for loan officers and real estate agents. Mm. Is that something that you're seeing nationally, Mike, or is it more in certain segments of the country that have been more heavily affected? Yeah, look, I, I think it's it's a national thing. I mean, we, we have more buyers than homes and uh, builders can't build fast enough. And it's just it's just part of the business, right? Um, so that's why, like, when I think about it, like like programs such as One Plus and Purchase Plus, and all these uh, affordability programs are important because you it, you you kind of have a, a community or consumers in a community that are discouraged of looking because one the inventory, two interest rates, and and how to qualify. So really, our goal is to to push and create as much momentum as we can. For, for the purchase market, for the broker communities, for the consumers, and for real estate agents. All right. Well, looking at the market for the rest of this year and into 2024, this is a question we're asking everybody we sit down with. Yeah. What, what are some of your projections? I know you don't have a crystal ball. I I, I know we wish <laughs> we all that did. away from me. Yeah. <laughs> but but Look, what are you seeing? What do you think the momentum will be? Do you think that there will be some... Um, you know, some more inventory on the market. What what, what are you thinking? Look, it's funny you ask that question. I get asked that question a lot. And I'm sure, I mean, there's a lot of people that are in positions such as myself that are asked, like, what do you think what the market is going to do? Um, here's my answer. Uh, am I seeing an increase in business lately? Yes, I think there is a movement. Uh, we're seeing We're seeing more and more applications on a daily basis. I do believe that the consumer, the American consumer has starting to understand where the market is at. It took a minute for, for someone to understand. Are you saying you don't have 3% anymore? No more 2.5%? Are you really serious at 6%? So I think that's settling in now. People understand where the market is at. And I really truly believe like like as, as we continue to think about products and as we continue to think about uh, programs such as OnePlus and, and others, uh, we'll able to continue to push 
and momentum that is needed in this market. Now, are we going to see 2021 all over again? I doubt it in 2023. Um, I don't know when it will happen. I would love to tell you it's tomorrow. I mean, my team would love to hear it's tomorrow as well and the broker community. Uh, but I don't know when. But but my commitment and my 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 company's commitment is how do we continue to create a momentum where people are feeling like, hey, you know what? I can go out there and compete. I can go out there and have conversations. I can go out there and, and pitch one plus and really talk about purchase plus and programs that are available for everyone to use. And and that's my goal. Like like just just create enough momentum in the industry today to help everyone. I mean, because my clients aren't just the brokers. My clients are the clients, and my clients are the realtors. And and we have a, we have truly a duty to be able to deliver to everyone in America today in a market such as this market. So how are mortgage professionals finding success in today's challenging environment? Jason Perkins, the co-founder of Bonzo, a relationship management automation provider recently acquired by Mobility Market Intelligence, says loan officers have a competitive edge using their product. Perkins sat down with us to talk about Bonzo's creation and why mortgage professionals should take a personalized approach to messaging. It's, it's interesting. Um, you know, I'm a former loan officer and uh, also built a lot of tech stacks prior to that with large mortgage companies. And we used all of your traditional kind of off the shelf uh, marketing solutions and CRMs and they're fine. There's nothing wrong with them. Um, but we really wanted something that was going to move the needle in our business and, and uh, create more conversations for our business. We know that the more conversations we create, the more relationships we create, the more opportunity we create. Um, and so we really want to be able to do that at scale. And so with Bonzo, we, we really were um, we were um, very intentional about the features and the assets that we built into the system, and intentional about the assets that we don't build into the product. Um, we really wanted the the product to to be in the voice of the loan officer. I'm a big believer that people do business with people, especially in our space and mortgage. And if we can escalate and scale our voice, we can have more conversations. And so for our product, you know, a user can do everything from converting leads to nurturing their past clients in a one-to-one -one voice that's creating a relationship to recruiting, uh, to biz dev, setting appointments with real estate agents. So it's easy for us to get into uh, a company because even let's say they do have a contract with a, another CRM, well, Bonzo is an amazing tool for recruiting. Bonzo, Bonzo is an amazing tool for building relationships with referral partners because of that two-way conversational approach that we take in our platform. Easy to text, easy to email, easy to send videos, easy to call, easy to manage your database. Um, and you can do that from an enterprise all the way down to a single user. Tell me a little bit about how your product builds relationships between the loan officers and the realtors out there. Uh, we have a broadcast feature and you can, you can schedule those broadcasts, whether it's email, text, or calls to go out at a certain given time. Right, so every Friday I could tee up a text message that's personalized to my agent, um, asking if they need an updated pre-approval this weekend, um, asking what their plans are, how I can continue and drive conversations and relationships at scale through a broadcast, through a simple broadcast text message that's customized and meaningful, and I see the response come directly into Bonzo. That's the beautiful part, is that 
it's not just like a, uh, you know, like a short code text message. It's a local number. It's their direct line. It's being sent to those realtors and driving those response rates. And again, those responses are coming directly into Bonzo where they can see that right in front of them. As a former loan officer, what advice do you have for people who are out there that, you know, they, they understand that they need to be creating these conversations and, and, and using these sorts of products, but maybe they're a little bit timid or they're afraid that, you know, they live in a small town and the people in their town might not like that. You know what I mean? Like they would rather have the, the face-to-face or the more, you know, organic conversations. What, what advice do you offer loan officers that just for whatever reason may be a little bit skeptical, excuse me, skeptical about getting on board with newer technology? Well, I'll say this. People care less about us than what we think they do. Um, a lot of us have hesitancy to reach out because we're afraid of what they'll think about us. But at the end of the day, I'm not laying in my bed wondering why that person texted me at night, right? We're all consumed with our own our own worldview. Um, so I think getting over the fear of of outreach hesitancy, that puts us a lot of us behind, behind the eight ball in the sense of not being able to take action and make the moves that are most necessary for our business, especially for newer agents or loan officers, excuse me. Um, you know, it's, you know, I hear this all the time, right? It's like, well, officer, they, they, you know, they, they go to their, their desktop or computer and they look at their to-do list and they always start with the things that are less likely to move the needle in their business, right? They do cleanup work, they do admin work because there is friction with being vulnerable. There's friction with putting yourselves out there. There's fear of that. Bonzo alleviates that fear very easily because now I can push a button and connect with 25, 50 people, 100 people in one in one click, right? So I don't have to worry about, man, I texted this person and didn't hear back from me. I had 75 other people respond back to me. That's a dopamine hit of positivity that makes them feel good that, they get, that they're feeling and seeing those results. And so with that, it takes them out of that. They can still stay in their comfort zone, but it gives them results. And I think that to your, to your question about the belly-to-belly relationships, 100%, Bonzo is a vehicle to get you to that that belly-to-belly relationship starts with the conversation digitally that's just the nature of where we are in 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 our in our world Mm -hmm. i think COVID expanded there's a study by twilio COVID expanded digital adoption by six years because we just had to do it there's no other other way to communicate um and so you know COVID has helped people adopt technology but bonzo really is the vehicle to get you to that meaningful relationship and i you know there's nothing more impactful than sitting down with somebody and you know, seeing their expression and feeling them and sitting at a table and learning about them and having no other distractions and putting our phone down. But that, that right there is hard to get to, right? And so we need to have a vehicle that's gonna get us there. We look forward to seeing what the rest of 2023 brings us As I said at the beginning of this podcast, we want to hear from you. Please feel free to email me at info at themortgagenote.org. Once again, my name is Kimberly Hawes. Have a great day.